Uh, hello and welcome to this new episode of the Values Workshop. Uh, I am privileged to have a guest with me who I have instinctively chosen. She's a stranger so far. Uh, her name is Nancy. Nancy, welcome to the show and thank you for uh, working so hard to be here as mm. much as I did in getting you on uh, this. Thank you so much. It's an honor just to have plain conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, whatever little I know of you, you are a coach, and uh, I haven't really understood what you do. Uh, could you please explain a bit about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'll start with the present state. Uh, I'm working uh, with a. Uh, I'm an employee with a, a startup uh, in Bangalore, and uh, I work in the field of. Uh, DNA with them. Uh, at the same time, I also run a community space where I live. Uh, it's called Aloha. It's my home. And uh, we do intimate gatherings over here uh, on roughly monthly basis, right? Gatherings which are intimate and wholesome with limited people. Uh, apart from this, I do two more things. I host circles, uh, which is essentially a safe space for people to come, connect, share, listen to each other on various themes. Uh, since last uh, three, four months, I've been hosting women's circles uh, frequently a lot. Uh, I also host circles for all on different themes and topics. And uh, I am also a coach. Uh, I uh, use the approach of intergenerational trauma uh, as an informed approach for coaching. Right? So, yeah. These are the major areas of work. Yeah. Can you explain intergenerational trauma for mm -hmm. uh, like me? How, how yeah, does yeah. one get there? Yeah, sure. Uh, so we often see ourselves or people as individuals, but they are always an extension of their system. And by system, I mean here family, right? So how we also say that genetically you look like your mother, Right? So that's very obvious. But uh, there is also a field called as epigenetics, which is the environment in which you were born. A child was born basically, right? And that also has an impact on the child, right? And it is, uh, it is a factually proven thing that uh, we, any child was there in the womb of grandmother as well. Uh, like your nani or whosoever you like dadi or nani because uh, when uh, grandmother would have conceived her like kid right uh, and the moment I think at five or six months when the eggs were developed in the uh, fetus right so we were also there as one of the eggs in that environment right so one is the field of genetics one is epigenetics and uh, that's one of the ways also, you know, we are informed, we are formed, you know, what, who we are. So in layman term, I think I was able to explain that yeah, there's a lot more to it, but then I think, yeah, right now I'll pause here. And that is a, a bit heavy-handed for me to understand, but uh, yeah. what, I, what I would like to go is on the philosophical part of that. We are a part of the environment that we belong to. And if I were to work in that space, because that is something that I can talk about, um, how much of we are we really? Mm -hmm. Is that 
question that we yeah it's uh, a beautiful question because that's the question we often ask right how much <laughs> am i of i rather am i an extension of the system where i come from right and one is definitely the system which we call as family but as we grow up you know we de we create our own systems you know of friendships at workplace you know but that is still the primary influence because uh, that's the space where we have come from you know we took birth through that system so that still happens to be an influential one the major one okay i have a random question do mm -hmm. we choose where we take birth according to you i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know answer that question yeah okay uh, so let me uh, try and make it a little more realistic so i used to love pickle and my nani used to love pickle for example mm -hmm. I, i became a writer i had this love for writing letters my mm -hmm. nana used to uh, write letters mm -hmm. i to mentor youngsters Mm -hmm. and i get a chance i see that in my grandfather was a teacher a principal of a school yeah uh, i am told that i am kind i see that in my dadi then mm -hmm. i am very street smart i see that was a part of who my dad was mm -hmm. my mom has certain habits that i see in myself and mm -hmm. this constant seeking of who i am has often been Uh, punctured uh, mm -hmm. in terms of ego because yeah. that I seem to be proud of or happy about or at peace with I find okay there is a connection that I can see ये तो इनकी तरफ से आया ये तो इनकी तरफ से आया मैं कौन हूँ यार but this is one one aspect of thinking I've had mm -hmm. another part is also uh because of my practice of uh, meditation and uh, whatever uh, introspection and contemplation that i do on these subjects mm -hmm. the other thing that i think is that i am uh, almost a sum of my tendencies mm -hmm. and those tendencies seem independent of me they seem to rule over me when i allow my mind to just roll over in any mm -hmm. kind of uh in terms of hindu shastra is kaam krodh lobh moh ankar so you keep on or in terms of buddhism your essential in, inputs yeah so in that sense this question has always been a struggle but because we are so ruled over by our tendencies mm -hmm. i have wondered whether tendencies take birth as forms what do so, you mean by tendencies so for example uh, suppose i am very uh, rude mm -hmm. without provocation or mm -hmm. i am very cocky about something or i am very i am very kind anything but it's mm -hmm. something that is part of me so when you are talking about me behind my back and say he is always like this hum log everyday language mein use karte hain so when you're saying any person is always like this or is always negative about the world or is this but there may not be a reason in particular that you can find ke bachpan mein ye hua tha ye hua tha but wo person sahi hai to mujhe kabhi kabhi lagta hai ki is it that we take these tendencies seek birth and we take form as individuals to express that uh, there is not a 
ऐसा होता ही है देर इज नथिंग लाइक येस टू दैट ऐसा हो सकता है ऑफकोर्स बट इट्स नॉट वेरी सम थिंग्स यू कैन सी ऑन दी सर्फेस राइट आई लाइक डू लाइक दिस माई मॉम पेरेंट्स और राइट बट समथिंग वी विल ऑलवेज स्पीक अनकॉन्शियसली एंड समथिंग्स वी विल ऑलवेज फॉर्म बेस्ड ऑन आर लिव्ड एक्सपीरियंसिस राइट अदरवाइज इवोल्यूशन नहीं होगा ना If everybody has to be just the same of how their ancestors were, then nobody is evolving in a way, right? So some things will like blessings are carried forward, uh, misfortunes are carried forward, right? And uh, it's not they are meant to be carried forward forever. Essentially, anything uh, as a misfortune which was excluded from the family or not talked about, or was put under the carpet or was shamed about. it appears in coming generation so that it can be belonged again it's just another opportunity for that individual that system again to you know include that so seeing that more as an invitation than as an absolute truth otherwise yeah. a person wouldn't have this desire to know more change transform you know sometimes it is just also about witnessing that okay this is it like this is how it is and let's see Yeah. So, uh, so coming to your experience of uh, the various things that you're doing, one of the things that came to me is that you're creating spaces of certain kind for people to be able to express themselves, yeah, uh, uninhibitedly or freely as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, what is it that you really tell them? If you were, I I wanted to simplify rather than reveal what you really do. because i don't think it can happen in two lines or something because it's an experience that you're creating yeah but what is it if you were to uh, come to the core of what you're trying to do with them so that they are able to do this better hmm. uh merely i am actually just holding this space in a way i am actually not the doer uh, i am just in a way holding the container it's like i am holding this glass and because i know that this is of ceramic i will hold it better you know all of it so this is sort of what i would uh, say that i'm actually merely holding this space uh, being mindful of things which will make that space very safe for people being present to it you know uh, being open to it being uh, open to even uh, any kind of things which emerge in that space good bad ugly all of it right so i think presencing is much more sort of required there just like in a way holding the space yeah so i'm not actually doing anything or because uh, i personally feel that any space which you hold even you or anybody it will always attract its tribe right and those people are meant to be in that space and then whatever happens is also the collective wisdom it is which is beyond you it can happen through you but if you are doing it or asking a question or certain way nothing like that right you are mere a facilitator through which you know things are happening that way it's like mm-hmm. how uh, uh you know that uh midwife or doula give helps give a birth right it's actually in a way mother doing it and the child coming out but it's a very very crucial role of that midwife because she has experience because she knows uh, in what position to hold how to hold how to calm down the mother right so that's actually she is being a facilitator and her role cannot be replaced actually even if 
you know it is so much crucial but at the same time it's also hidden you know it's there but it's not there you know so, yeah this is so beautiful uh, so have you trained officially for this is there any kind of training required uh, or is it instinctive how does it work for you so for me it definitely started as a instinct uh something i started doing back in my college days uh because i always felt that my college had a lot of diversity with respect to different people different background and i felt after doing one year of college over there that there's no space for strangers to meet now because everybody has made friends now we'll hang out with the same people you know you like how do you really know a person better if it's a random thing and i would do that anyways but in a group setting so that's how it started in college at that time i didn't know that it is called circles and all it was just like people coming together again i think ground principles were still the same that you know uh, we listen here we share we don't cross question we don't pass judgment you know we are very mindful of the space so that's how it started and then eventually it's been like now 7 years and uh, on in this 7 years of journey i have of course gained few skill sets to do that much more better but uh, i will always call it a gift you know i can gain 10 new skills to do it there are trainings which happen right uh, i haven't done specifically for this because i don't want to i feel uh, it's naturally there and i would want to carve that out more and let it speak through me uh, but i have uh, been trained into facilitation and few other modalities which are i find is very interesting and which add on to it but holding a space i feel is something which holding a group space i think rather is something which has been there okay um so if i were to uh, sorry i'll ask you what actually happened in that circle mm-hmm. so there are five people or six people and mm-hmm. so i i share something and somebody else share something so it is just like a talk uh, let me go back to some knowledge i have about from bookish knowledge actually no 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 it is it, not bookish at all actually it is opposite the one, the one that i am sharing that example yeah. is there mm-hmm. so there was this book called the celestine prophecy mm-hmm. uh, i think by james redfield or something i don't remember the author's name surely uh, they had this thing where you paid attention to the one the person who was speaking mm-hmm. and if you paid and uh, heard with lot of love that person found clarity in expressing uh is this is this similar of sorts or what happens really uh no and yes because i am personally a lover of lived experiences i feel uh, there's so much beauty about a person living a certain thing then uh, knowing it from people you know so uh, circles which i host rely a lot more on lived experiences of people uh, rely a lot more on uh, themes and topics i do open circles as well which don't have anything in which people share what they are feeling like and what is alive for them in the moment but i have done 100 plus open circles and there will always be a theme which will emerge like through that open sharing there will be something common which will you know emerge uh, in theme circle basically uh, themes are chosen in a way that which uh, has an impact on that particular tribe or cohort which joins it so let's say if it's women circle then hosting it around body and pleasure right 
now the whole idea was that this topic is generally not talked about you know it's yeah. always like you don't even know who to talk to what to talk to is it appropriate or not right same way i've been thinking of doing a circle around money like relationship with money for freelancers and for artists because i have myself been like a freelancer and you know artist for a duration i have sold stuff as a small business owner so i know the kind of questions you go through when money and all of it right and now that i uh, aloha is a community space and um, as someone and somebody who is building it i speak to artists on a monthly basis right when i collaborate with them and often there i found that very limiting belief around money you know which is shaped by their experiences so now this is again a topic which i have identified from my conversations and i would like to do a circle around it because i feel often what we feel what i feel i'm going through it alone is never the reality you know a lot of people are going through it and in circles it always comes to you true you know that okay it's not just me mai feel nahi acha aisa hota hai aisa normal hai acha aisa kar sakte hai right so just by the mere fact that you are a part of a collective and you are sharing something which is being heard by them and there are no questions and uh, maybe somebody resonates with it and somebody shares similar experience there's in a way a sort of validation which you don't know you were looking for and it's something which is healthy one because you never knew this is normal right and that is where i also feel that your nervous system is a bit co-regulated because it's not no more a shock for your body now it's something which is like okay so this is sort of what like in a way happens in a circle i don't know if i i think i went here and there with the answer but yeah i also um, i understand because this is fairly an instinctive subject Yeah. Uh, so is there any take home for those people in the mm-hmm. sense of yeah somebody comes and attends it uh, mm-hmm. because i am not trying to demean what you're doing mm-hmm. but i have attended a lot of quasi spiritual stuff very mm-hmm. often uh, and i found it very hard in this uh, because if one is really honest and goes deeper mm-hmm. with it your understanding of life is far more uh, humble it's not so easy to come out and express because you also do not understand what is being uh, what is your experience at that point of time and sometimes i have found at least i found that easy classification happened and then one didn't want to because what you were thinking was so much more Mm-hmm. Out and out sacred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it is a personal journey, irrespective of the fact that people can sit and discuss issues which are very tender and very subtle, mm-hmm. and which, which means something to all of us. Mm-hmm. I find uh, working solo is an important part of everything. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go home and say, "Okay, okay, Nancy resolved it for me, and now it's good and done." Mm-hmm. because things will life is very vibrant and things keep happening to us mm-hmm. and we keep happening to life and yeah our experiences keep uh, getting richer for mm-hmm. want of better term so uh, my question to you then would be uh, how do you ensure that there are no easy classifications or easy answers or oh i understood what you just said 
मतलब दैट आल्सो समटाइम्स इज नॉट गुड इनफ यू नो थिंग इज सर्कल्स इज नॉट अ प्लेस टू गेट एनी आंसर्स बिकॉज़ या सो दैट्स व्हाई द जॉब इज वेरी सिंपल राइट इट्स नॉट अ स्पेस वेयर पीपल आर क्वेश्चनिंग समथिंग एंड अदर इज आंसरिंग और uh you shared something and uh, it was classified into something else you know it's just mere a space where you find comfort and ease at your own pace by sharing and listening to something which you wouldn't have done otherwise not a place to question or like you know comment that's a ground rule you know so even when a circle starts there are some shared agreements with the people who are there right and uh, and it's also not that circles are always very serious to be honest uh, it has its own space to go into lot of ease and fun and lightness as well right it it is all about what the group collective also creates together right and uh, but commenting cross questioning is un, like it's not a part of circle at all it's merely in a way seeing witnessing uh reflecting yeah what would you say that this is what you're trying to do is uh, bring a human touch to things oh yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is all human touch actually because like i said i i like i love uh like lived experiences and that is also one of the ground rules right that we don't talk about this book me kya likha hai or i'm reading this book or this book says it's about what is your life story saying for that yeah because that is unique right that you will not get anywhere so you will have to and also i have realized that circle is something which is uh, something to be experienced like you said i think few minutes back right yeah. as much as your mind would want to comprehend but it's a very lived experience for your body right uh some people who have been participant they have said that how some point gave them answer they didn't ask that as a question but the sharing was an answer for them or they felt uh relaxed or they felt okay this is normal you know like okay aisa mere sath nahi hota aisa hota hai you know because i did not know where else to talk about it right and uh, that's what you know circles is so simple that it is tough to you understand because everything is life has become so complicated acha this that and all but it is very simple you know like it's the simple most thing a human would need crave and it is not being offered that's it much luckily you you actually jumped to the next question on your own my question how do you see the role of intellect in a world which is so overburdened with all kinds of information in trying to make it easy we got it complicated everywhere mm-hmm. do you agree with this what i'm saying and if you do how do you see the role of intellect in what you're doing when you say intellect who can you define it for me what do you mean by intellect like using your mind a lot and information which you get there from everywhere is that i think uh, very often and this will include mostly people who i uh, who i see are fairly accomplished in uh, in whatever role they have picked up in their lives mm-hmm. they have streamlined their understanding of those subjects 
ंगीन स्टिमुलेटेड with so many things happening around us including me right so i am also i think one of those people with so many things happening uh, things have become so mechanical you know it's like one thing after the other is already scheduled you already know what's happening matlab there are lot of tools to know what next you know and you want to like rely and if there's uncertainty you are like a little bit here and there i have felt through my journey because i uh when i was backpacking i backpacked in india for one and a half year solo uh i feel when you are out there uh by yourself and generally in nature uh when things are not that planned for you i think your instinct automatically becomes very high because that becomes your compass to you know like guide you through everywhere at the same time it's not that intellect will not have a role to play over there but it's just about how much do you इट्स लाइक जैसे अगर आप चाय बना रहे हो चीनी ज्यादा डाल दो तो मीठी हो जाएगी चाय पत्ती ज्यादा डाल दो तो कड़क हो जाएगी यू नो लाइक हाउ डू रियली मेजर वॉट टू यूज वेन एंड गिविंग स्पेस टू एवरीथिंग इन अ वे बिकॉज दे ऑल हैव इट्स रोल टू प्ले एंड टू दॉइंट विच यू मैंशन अबाउट पीपल नॉट रियली गेटिंग इट नॉट थिंग थ्रू इट आई थिंक इट्स ओके इट्स देर जोनी इन देंस इट विल सॉरी supposed to be judgmental the idea of, uh, since i am talking to you instinctively i feel you would understand so i am asking you how does one use the intellect and you kind of answered it with a tea example mm-hmm. yeah the use of intellect has to be instinctive perhaps <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think it will also have its role to play because uh, 
what you have learned from different sources, it has its own place. I think every play, everything has its own place, right? The kind of books you're reading or what you're learning and all. But if you make it the absolute truth, then that is the issue, right? Because then that might not serve the purpose every single time. Because you can't always also deem in your experience, right? What you're experiencing in this real sense right now. Does God play a role at all in any of this for you? Who is God? <laughs> well, that is a question I have myself. <laughs> I, I, have 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 a, I, I have faith in... It's not that I don't worship gods, of course. I do, but uh, I think there is universe. Okay, I primarily believe something there is more beyond me for sure. This uh, I am not the thing only. There is there are more energies beyond me. There are more forces beyond me which are deciding for me, right? Which I don't know of for sure. And I usually refer to that as universe. You know, okay. that universe might have God, might not have God. It will definitely have God, but I refer to those uh, things beyond me as universe. That yeah. helps me simplify. Yeah, things for me. Which decide for me, how do you decide that they decide for you or where does our decision come in the picture then? Like I don't know when I'll die, right? So I don't know deciding that for me. Something out there, some things will happen, right? And often uh, we meeting people, we say the coincidence, but in a larger scheme of picture, it was as if in this 7 billion population, if you're meeting somebody, then it might not as well be a coincidence, right? It is something which was just meant to happen in a way. So, yeah, it's not a conscious decision out there, but uh, it is something which is more like your faith and belief in things beyond you as well, that it will happen for you, it will work out for you, right, that way. Okay. Uh, a negative question here. Uh, how do you know this is not a story that you created and uh, mm -hmm. because the feel that I am getting out of listening to you is that it is very uh, hopeful. Mm. Hope is a How good thing to have. It was a bad movie. Hope is a good thing to have. Yeah, if you any other kaniya banani to achhi banana lete na. मतलब ऐसे trouble से मना के परेशान क्यों होना है मतलब अगर if it's any other if it's a story, assume it's a story. Then let's create a good one which is hopeful. Why not? Good. Uh, that's a very yeah. good answer to that. Uh, one of my favorite dialogues as well. Uh, okay, I'll give you another point of view that uh, a couple of my friends and we kind of mm -hmm. when we what would traditionally be seen as pessimism uh, when we assume the worst and keep walking we are quite practical with everything that happens and we are not negative about people per se. It's just that you're ready for the worst all the time. Yeah. It kind of keeps you instinctively alert mm. at life. Mm. Uh, so that that's one point of view that we kind of share. And I've grown into it. I mm. can't say I was, I was almost like the hope is a good thing always. But mm. now I don't have any words because I think words are also quite deceptive. Uh, mm. The experience might not necessarily fit into a word and express the best Mm. possible way it can be. Mm. Uh, 
have you had any bad experiences as far as these circles are concerned where because you are what I understand is that these are very vulnerable spaces. Uh, has it happened that people who joined may not have seen it in the same um, way that you do or others do in terms of participation? Not necessarily as fighting with each other, but just the vibe or... See, the thing is... To be honest, uh, it's easy said than done. If people join and they don't resonate, it's okay, right? They always have the autonomy not to feel what I'm feeling about circle. Tomorrow you can join the circle and you might not feel the way, you know, and which is okay. You have all the right to feel your feelings. And that is one of the bottom lines of circle, right? So uh, mostly the way it happens, it attracts people who really want to experience it, their experience can differ and I honor that. It's more like, uh, again, giving an analogy, you go to ice cream shop and you try three flavors. So you free right? But you choose one. It doesn't mean others are bad. I just say you didn't like them and it's okay. It doesn't mean you ice cream wala produce there will be others buy other buyers for it. Kuch aur customer jinko because I am not targeting the world today, right? I am like, if I am hosting a circle, I am like, ke liye open hai. Ab log aage, hai. Come I right? So if they don't like what they resonate, bingo, like you're honoring what you're feeling and you resonate with. And it's it's something which I would see as their point of view, then something about it, like something which is there for me to improve, work on, I will do that. But it's not that I will go and convince them tomorrow for their experience. Whatever they felt is true for them, good. That's it. Are you at peace? In this moment, yes. <laughs> you wouldn't say that I went what and all. I was like, in this moment, okay. I will have the conversation for yes. Okay, so... Uh... How do you deal with times when you are not peaceful? Because what you are doing is a work of the mind and it's a mm-hmm. in a way it's a good responsibility to take up. It is service to the world of sorts. I see it as. Mm-hmm. How do you ensure uh, that you are ready for that moment if you are not peaceful yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, first I don't do circles very often actually. I do it very spaciously like we Pandemic, it was happening monthly, uh, weekly, right? Uh, it happened for almost one and a half years. Abhi, it's very spacious. So one thing is I allow spaciousness between circles and generally also like not doing it as a factory. right? Because one of the things is that you need space and time for it, right? So one is allowing myself, giving myself the permission to go slow for it. Because that itself creates, releases a lot of stress. Otherwise, if it's there, it's not there. And uh, I think second thing is also relying on the energy of the circle itself. Because it's not that I don't go through, I also go through these questions, okay, ye theme hai, and uh, what if people don't open up, nahi hua, kaise hua? Matlab, I also go through this question, it's very normal. Then I also come back to my center. Why am I doing these circles? If people 
don't feel like sharing something else will happen right maybe people are silent and that's what they wanted like who am i i can just be a facilitator in that space but not really forcing an outcome to it or uh, it is not mandatory let's say for any everybody to share also right you can just be a part of that collective and by merely part of that collective you are receiving something and your body is receiving something unconsciously right so allowing myself space and just being very you know like okay with what happens which is like i said it's easy said than done and that's how i do it Um, how do others perceive you? People who've seen you uh, have been part of your uh, journey closely. And what you are doing, if I understand correctly, must have had uh, must have had a lot of uh, soul searching before one comes to this kind of thing, or has it been a naturally uh, easy? Thing for you, but naturally, naturally, I would. Yeah, a lot of things uh, are natural. Like they've been very organic. Okay. Well, how yeah. do your uh, folks and your close friends perceive this person that you've been constantly becoming? Yeah. So I think in close ones, family doesn't get it in a way. Ki kya hai, kyun hai? Log pay bhi kyun karte hai? Matlab basically, ko kahan pay karega, etc. They don't get it. It's okay. Again, like I said, I am also trying to move towards more towards their autonomy of thinking and feeling the way they want to. They, I am not too convinced in a way. I can just talk to them about it, and it's it's okay. Whatever point of view they form, with friends, uh, lucky to have a very supportive system of friends. You know, like who sort of get this language. They also take my case on this because I think if you have close friends who just na encourage karenge, utna mazaab hi banayenge. I think that's the best part because they also bring lightness to it, right? I think I really appreciate that I have friends who bring both aspect to me, right? So within friends, sort of, it's uh, it's acknowledged, it's appreciated, right? And there's always a certain section of friends who might not get it today, but they might get it tomorrow or not, and it's okay. Like I, it will come to anybody who is ready to receive it. Okay. Yeah. What is the role of grief in life? Hmm. It's a. It's an essential part of life, a part which needs to be felt fully. Before there is an urgency to come out of it. It's also something which is very personal to anybody, right? Uh. because it depends so much on the proximity of relationship you had with that living thing it can be an animal it can be a human right and it can also be a grief of not having that proximity because you wanted to and you couldn't right so it can be like either ways but it is something which needs to be acknowledged seen fully that way is there any time that your wisdom feels fails you Wisdom, हाँ यार बहुत बार I am sometimes very over confident in life. <laughs> so yeah, my uh, uh, my close friend like they always like bring me back. So yeah, yeah, many times. Why not? Yeah. It does. Well, I don't have a ready example, but yeah, yeah, hundred percent it does. Because like I said, few times I'm like, yeah, this that no, that doesn't happen. So yeah. 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 Uh, 
And this was also connected to the question uh, that was running in my mind was how do you not get cocky about things when you are able to create spaces like these? You kind of answered this by friends keeping you normal and I also find uh, it fascinating that you cracked one thing that I don't find in this space very often. People don't laugh at themselves fairly easily when they are in this space. So they are very um, like I I did use the term quasi-spiritual earlier to everybody had this whole thing. Either they are very ecstatic all the time and they created those spaces and or else there was this whole, all of us coming together and hugging each other and pura tamjam hota hai to bhi aisa lagta tha ki we are still not acknowledging that we are feeling vulnerable at a time, even in a group. Because it can also become a concept na. This whole sharing can become a concept. It will make me feel a certain way. Then actually living it. It's more like how... I think sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is being real. Because it is happening right now in front of you, right? And if you can really acknowledge it, then there's nothing more spiritual than that. Because we might look for a concept or like a fancy thing and all. I also do that at times. So I'm not saying that I am apart from that. Crowd. There are patches, even I go there. But still, that is not... Uh, spiritual that's an idea of spiritual but that is not like reality is spiritual yeah it's good to see uh, that you value authenticity so much more and uh, you're living it I've had a fascinating time listening to you and figuring out or rather thinking that I have kind of figured out what we do <laughs> nice but there is no absolute truth there yeah but uh, I am so glad that I saw that French story and saw your face on it and decided to connect. Yeah, I am also glad. Rich, rich conversation. One of the reasons also to get on this podcast was uh, uh, also, you know, when you do these conversations which are unplanned, because I have done them a lot. I like, I'm, I'm lover. I just do these conversations, right? And in my backpacking, especially, I have done, like, I have just been doing conversations with strangers, right? you actually meet a part of yourself which you wouldn't meet otherwise because these questions you wouldn't wonder otherwise. And there's mm -hmm. space to it. There is, you know, time to it. So I think it just gets honored. So I was very curious. What will I say? How will I, like, you know, like what will I see of myself which I haven't seen in a while? I don't know that. Even in this moment, I don't know. But I know, like, that's why I was very excited for it because it was so new. Yeah. In fact, uh, almost all guests, almost all of them, have this feeling at the end of it, they say we should do this very often. Mm. But more or less, it has always happened that once the podcast is done and it's up wherever it is supposed to be reaching, uh, most of them uh, are unable to connect when they go back to the grind of their lives. Yeah, yeah. My objective also has been that uh, I could have actually found people who are more uh, famous or reaching out to many more people and getting this podcast reaching many more people. But I find uh, it's far more fascinating to talk to real people with real experiences yeah. uh, who don't have to pretend because they don't have too much to lose. Uh, that time might come when I may have to uh, opt for those kind of guests also. I'm just hoping that I'm able to keep that authenticity going. And yeah, How do you know that I will not be famous one day? Sorry? I am kidding. How do you know that I will not be famous one day? So it will always be real. I think you will. Uh, 
Oh, no, no. In fact, to me, you already are doing a fabulous job. My understanding of, uh, of actual reach has changed after I started the podcast. I have started to understand that you touch lives with your intent far more strongly than you do with your actions also sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, what I see or what you're doing and what you explained today is absolutely fabulous. Uh, so good luck to you on that and uh, I yes, shall thank see you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Let me know when this gets released. I will also like listen to it and share it with people. Yeah. Uh, this weekend itself, hopefully. <laughs> okay, sure. I will just take a picture of both of us and yeah. wait as a thing. You want to pose or something or this is good enough? Wait, let me see. Okay. No problem. Ah, how are you going to do that? No, it's okay. We can do it like this only. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. So much. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.